Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You're listening to Comedy Central. This is amazing. I can't believe we get to hang with T-Pain. Hey, he invited us to a studio to listen to some of his new music. That means listen. Yeah, I'm a grown-up. You think I'm going to ask T-Pain to check out my new jam or something? Come on. Boy, dude. Yo, what up? What up? Yo, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, Mr. Payne, I'm Michael. You got to check out my new track. I got a sick track. I don't know if people still say something's fire, but my track is fire. Fire is still an acceptable word. I'm sorry, man. We gonna go. I didn't know he was. No, 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 no. It's totally fine. I'm not a crosser of dreams. This is, could be a good thing. This man could be the next Eminem. You never know. Why? Because I'm white? That's not. That's a little, that's well, a little problematic, T. Mm. Do better. Mm? I'm gonna go spit bars in the booth. Ooh. It's, it's mostly because he's got on Eminem's uniform. Hey there, lady, give me some sugar. And sugar in this case means let's smash butts. Oh, I got a lady with some thick ass knees. I don't know why that's what I'm into. But them knees make me super horny. I'm horny. I'm sorry, man. That's not even my friend. For real, we just share office together. This is the future of music. Girls like a guy who's six foot three with a penis that's crooked like an old oak tree. Woo! It's me. lost y'all damn minds. It's horny, Roy Wood is horny, everybody's super horny. Coming to you from Atlanta, the city from that show, Atlanta, it's The Daily Show. Tonight, political violence in America. Is Atlanta, Wakanda, and T-Pain. This is The Daily Show with Trevor What's going on, Atlanta, Georgia? 
loving it. Can I tell you how much I am loving it here? Last night, last night, I celebrated my first Atlanta Halloween. I feel like I learned so much about this place, yeah? First up, we went to a place called Virginia Highlands. And I don't know if I'm right or not, but those people must be rich. Yeah, because forget full-size candy. They were giving out king-size bars. It was just like full. I was like, damn, even with inflation, they were like, yeah. They're balling out there. We had a hipster Halloween. We were in little five points. That was really cool. It was quaint. Yeah. We stopped. We stopped at a little party in uh, Georgia Tech. That was cool as well. Yeah. I think we got, we got there late, though, because there was, there was, like, no women. We were already, I don't know what happened. Oh, then we went to a place called Decatur. That was really interesting. Yeah. Decatur. I, I could tell, like, that's where a lot of the white people live because of all the Black Lives Matter signs on the lawn. I could tell. <laughs> oh, my favorite party of the night was uh, my friend took me to a Halloween party in Bankhead. That was interesting. Yeah. I learned a valuable lesson in Bankhead. Do not assume that the people are dressed up just because it's Halloween. Yes, that just might be how they dress. I walked up to a gentleman and I was like, wow, man. I was like, you look dope. Are you Shakespeare? He's like, nah, I'm a pimp. I was like, well, here's your king size snicker bar, my friend. You did well. Pleasure meeting you. But we're back, people. Night two. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's, everything's going on right now. Midterms are happening. The world is still happening. You know, the news, what's happening in the news? What's happening in the news? Oh, well, let, let's kick things off with the big news of the day, right? Starting with Elon Musk, the guy who always looks like a ghost, whether it's Halloween or not. <laughs> for months now, for months now, Musk has said that he wanted to own Twitter, right? And the reason he wanted to own Twitter is because he wanted to make sure that it became a haven for free speech, right? He wanted to change it to that. Because let's be honest, up until now, you know, people have really held back on Twitter. <laughs> You know, I always, I always find myself scrolling and thinking, but what do you really think? Why are you so reserved, sir? So anyway, on Thursday, the, the day Elon officially took over, right, we got a taste of this extra free speech, right? Because in the first 12 hours under Elon's ownership, the use of the N-word on Twitter shot up 500%. 500%. Which, no, you don't, you don't know. You don't know. Who knows what it is? It could be racist. Yeah, it could be. Could be, right? Just who feel free and feel emboldened to say it now, right? Or it could be black people watching Elon take over like, this nigga. <laughs> you don't know which one it is. You're not sure. You're not sure. Because he's going crazy. Here's my question. Here's my question. I, I, really wa- I really want to know this. Why is it always when, when the free speech people, right? All these people are like, we want free speech. Why, why do they never want to use their free speech to say words like perambulate or, or pusillanimous? Like, it's never stuff like that. Have you noticed? They're like, we want free speech. We want free speech. You're like, okay, what do you want to say? Negger. <laughs> like, really? All the things you could have said in the world, every word, everything you could have spoken about, all the issues you, what do you want to say? Then any other word? Mm, niggers. <laughs> He's like, he doesn't want free speech. You just want to hate on people, right? So yeah, it looks like Elon is, uh, he's scrambling. He's scrambling to figure out, you know, how to, how to make this whole thing work. Because remember, he spent $44 billion. Well, he was forced to spend $44 billion because it was a troll that turned into a real, he used his free speech and he paid a big price. <laughs> and it's going to be hard to make money from this thing. You know, Twitter has a lot of debts. 
right? They're not profitable as a company, you know? And so today, to try and mitigate this, Elon Musk came out and he said he's going to start charging people $8 a month to be verified with a blue check mark next to their name. Yeah, $8 a month for the blue check mark. Because I guess he's hoping that everyone else on Twitter will also make terrible financial decisions like he did. <laughs> no, because I'm sorry, $8, what are, you, what are you spending $8 a month for? Like the blue check, you realize what you get with $8 a month, you can subscribe, you can get like Netflix, you can get Paramount Plus, you can get Hulu, or, or you can pay so that people verify that they're actually shitting on you. Right, it's just like, oh, this is the real Trevor Noah? I hate this guy, yeah! Oh, what was even funnier was the reason. This is the reason Elon Musk gave. He said the reason he's doing this, the reason he's doing it, is because he's sick of Twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has or who doesn't have a blue check mark. And then he ended it with power to the people, blue for $8 a month. So here's my question. If you're trying to create equality on Twitter, why charge anyone to be verified? Huh? Yeah, just give everyone a, a blue check mark then. Why are you charging the people? Give it to everyone for free. Or give it to no one. Give it to no one, right? But it doesn't make sense to offer it as equality and then put a price on it. Do you get what I'm saying? Right? Can, you, can you imagine if MLK was out there like, I have a dream, I have a dream, and I'll tell you all about it for $8.99 a month. It wouldn't be the same thing. Well, it's all about equality. No, you're trying to make money. I get it. Yeah. So I think this $8 a month thing is ridiculous. You know, if you ask me, if Elon Musk wants to make money from Twitter, what he should do, don't charge people for blue check marks. No, you know? charge white people to say the N-word. <laughs> Twitter will be the most profitable company in history. Racists are gonna be taking out loans. I need a bit of extra cash. My neighbors are so goddamn loud, I could use this. <laughs> what else is going on in the news? Oh, of course, of course. It's the story of that crazy dude. I'm sure you've all seen this by now. The crazy guy who uh, broke into Nancy Pelosi's house and then attacked her 82-year-old husband with a hammer. Now, you would assume, I would assume, probably all of you would assume that everyone, regardless of their politics, would be against hammering the elderly, right? You would assume that, right? But apparently, oh, but apparently things have changed because it turns out there are many Republicans who find this whole thing really funny. A lot of Republicans have public con publicly condemned the violence, but some are actually making jokes about it. Yeah, that's exactly right, Wolf. I mean, instead of this moment of unity, what we have seen is Republicans actually mocking Paul Pelosi and the attack. In fact, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out some really crude memes making fun of Paula Pelosi and the incident that happened. And then you have Carrie Lake, who is the Republican candidate for Arizona governor, who had this to say at a campaign event earlier today. It is not impossible to protect our kids at school. They act like it is. Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in DC. Apparently her house doesn't have a lot of protection. But. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, mega comedy is weird. I don't, I don't get the, you hear the, the joke about the old man who was almost killed? <laughs> that, that's it, that's the joke, that's the joke. 
what, like, like, who are these? You know, you know what's, this is what's crazy to me. What's crazy to me is these are the very same people, the very same people who are devastated and appalled because somebody was rude to Ted Cruz at a restaurant. Huh? These are the same people. They'll be like, this was at a restaurant. They were rude to Ted Cruz at a restaurant. Where people go to eat. And Ted Cruz goes to lick the napkins. They were rude to him. This is America. And look, I, I get it. It's like it's not all Republicans. I'm not saying it's all. Some Republicans think it's a joke. Uh, many other Republicans are not laughing, but not because they're being civil about it. No, they've chosen to turn this into a giant conspiracy theory. Right? Yeah, they've, they've said there's a whole bunch of crazy conspiracies they've come up for, with for how, why this has happened. Right? And then some of them have chosen to just dismiss it. They go like, oh, this is not a big deal. This is just a random kind of crime that happens if you live in a Democrat-run city. That's what they're saying. Which, which, is, which is weird, right? Because you tell me this is random? It's like a random, completely random, everyday crime, right? You, you're telling me some right-wing conspiracy theorist broke into Nancy Pelosi's house screaming, where's Nancy? <laughs> and you think that was a random crime? Yeah, because we've all experienced this, right? Yeah? He's walking down the street. Some random guy jumps out with a weapon. He's like, where's your wife, Nancy Pelosi? And you're like, what? I'm not even married. And he's like, oh, well, if you do get married one day, you look me up and you tell me where you live. And you're like, how will I even find you? He's like, oh, look me up on Twitter. I'll be verified. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we got for the headlines. Stay tuned, because after the break, we're going to answer the big question. Is Atlanta the real life Wakanda? You don't want to miss it. We're in Atlanta. We're having fun. We're on the road, people. We'll be right back. You guys are amazing. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybrezza.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. To the Daily Show, coming to you all the way from Atlanta. Now, this city is known for its history and culture of black excellence. And sometimes, sometimes it raises the question, 
is Atlanta the real-life Wakanda? Well, Atlanta's very own Dulce Sloan went to find out. Hello, friends. I'm Atlanta Rays celebrity Dulce Sloan. Now, Atlanta has been called many things. The Black Mecca, Wakanda, a Black Utopia. It's basically the opposite of Portland, Oregon. But does the A live up to the hype? I'm at Pond City Market to talk to fellow ATLian and cultural curator, Bane Joyner of Atlanta Influences Everything to find out. My name is Bane Joyner, co-founder of Atlanta Influences Everything, which is a civic-minded creative consultancy known for a popular phrase and shirt in Atlanta. You said a lot of... It sounds like a very Atlanta thing because it sounds like you got a, um, a bunch of like slashes on your business Hell card. Yeah. Like, do you also DJ? Nope, but there's a DJ in this story. There's always a DJ. There's always a DJ. <laughs> okay, we've been talking about this question for decades. As black people who live in Atlanta or who are from Atlanta, is Atlanta a black utopia? I, I don't know if I would say a utopia. We still in America. Black Mecca, black utopia, Wakanda, uh, all of the things. It, it's it's a place where, where black people are comfortable. Right. I, Utopia makes it seem like, you know, ain't no crime, ain't, you know, ain't, right. no, ain't no problems. You know what I'm saying? Well, so. it is interesting because where your store is, we're in the pull-up and we're at Pont City Market. But you know and I know for a long time on this back street, this street used to be very sketchy. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's crazy you say that because the other piece of that, remember the name of the Kroger that was right here? Uh, yes. And I don't care how... I know y'all call it Beltline Kroger. It's Murder Kroger. We don't care. And when they tried to change it, we called it Murder Kroger. <laughs> so this is a, a multi-layered thing. Yeah, there, there are the perceived uh, streets paved with gold for, for black people to achieve whatever they are trying to achieve without right. a, a barrier. Right. But there's also like multi-layered classism here too. Mm-hmm. That's just how black it is, you know. Right. It's, it's, it's aggressively black, where it's tribal like Wakanda. Right. It's a safe black place to be black, and you have a fair shot to make it what you want it to be. Do you think that black people here have a different experience than black people from other places because we've seen generations of black wealth and black higher education and just upward mobility for black people? It is rooted in the black narrative, kind of going back to... W.E.B. Du Bois and and Booker T. Washington's debate on blackness that took place on Atlanta University Center campus. So, yeah, and we want to tell that narrative all the way up. But if you look, none of these other black cities have anything like the Atlanta University Center. Right. There are four HBCUs, historically black college universities in Atlanta. It's Morris Brown, Clark Atlanta, Spelman and Morehouse. And so, you know, as people grew up here to see like not only one black school, but four black universities. Yeah, and so it's that post-secondary education that Oakland, Chicago, Detroit, they don't have the Morehouse and Spelman-y thing. And I think along with the consistent black mayors, that became the attraction. Is the fact that Atlanta has had black mayors for 40 some odd years has that made a significant impact on the city? Most definitely. And the mayor that kind of set everything off, Maynard Jackson, he put forth those policies and took that risk. He understood that police chief, police force, Mm -hmm. superintendent, teachers, everything that the public sector could touch, 
that that also had to be on mission, like what he saw. And if he couldn't get buy-in from the working class people in those sectors, Mm -hmm. that this was the mission. So everybody got to get along. So we have to understand. So, I mean, that's a very interesting thing for you to come, for someone to come in and just go, especially a black man to come in and go, okay, we got a chance. Yeah. So compared to the rest of the country, is it easy to be black in Atlanta? So the way we engage with blackness, the way we engage with white people, mm-hmm. we didn't know that it was odd until you start traveling or you get these other stories. You're like, man, you, you talking to white people like that? Like, yeah. Yeah. You just have more confidence, whether it's louder, whether it's quiet confidence than yeah. the average black person. And we don't know that that's odd until people start exposing us to the rest of the world. And yeah. it's like, oh, you don't, you don't move like that where you from? I think white Atlantans are are unique in their experience with with blackness, for better or for worse. Atlanta seems to have become a safe place for that. As somebody who grew up here, is from here, what do you love about Atlanta? The ability just to be be my black self, you know, whatever I say that is. I like that. So there you have it. Atlanta might not be Wakanda, but it is a city where you can just be your black self. Thank you so much for that. Dulce Sloan, everybody. All right, stay tuned, because when we come back, Atlanta's very own T-Pain will be joining us on the show. You don't want to miss it. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour Philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is a Grammy Award-winning artist who is also a pro gamer and the CEO of Nappy Boy Entertainment. Please welcome T-Pain.
yourself. Yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome to The Daily Show. Woo! Welcome, first of all. Second of all, thank you for welcoming us. You know, obviously, we know you started your career out in Florida, but mm-hmm. you've made Atlanta your home, and it feels like Atlanta has fully adopted you as its own. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. There's no denying that music today cannot say, especially hip-hop, cannot say that it hasn't been shaped by T-Pain. The sound. You know, the way you've created everything from from how you use auto-tune to the way you define the music. You've also been really vocal about the journey that you've been on. You know, I I, I found it interesting. I mean, it was was terrible for you, but, you know, people started blaming you for music. Like, you you came out with a style of using auto-tune that nobody had ever seen before. Right. You know, in my humble opinion, I'm not a musician, but I felt like you used it properly. Then everyone just came out and everything, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then people started saying to you, they're like, oh, T-Pain spoiled music, T-Pain destroyed music. You went into a depression and you spoke about how you had to work on your mental to come out of this. Absolutely. I love being vocal about things like that because it wasn't set in the blueprint before me. Everybody was always, you know, it's all about blinging, it's all about having a bunch of money and having all this, and nobody tells you about the down. Right. Everybody always tells you right. about the up, and I always look back at the, the, you know, the people that came before me, and I'm like, why? Why didn't y'all tell me about this? <laughs> like, you know, according to them, it was all, it's, it's money, girls, big house, Somehow, your wife don't find out about any of that. Uh, (laughs) You know, the fantasy world. (laughs) But, you know, nobody told us about the down. So I I try to stay vocal about that to let people know these things are going to happen. As much as you try to create this perfect world around you, Mm -hmm. no matter what you do, you can do it. You can have charities. You can do all these great things. You're still going to have these downs because there's no magical world in the multiverse that everybody is happy all the time. <laughs> and, and I feel like it's not just that. I feel like you've had to... You've also had to do what, what few people ever, you know, think they'll have to do, which is ride a wave of immense success, mm-hmm. go through a period where, you know, your mental is challenged. You know, you're, as you said, you struggled with depression. Yeah. And then financially, you've shared the stories of how, you know, you thought you had it all forever, and then you realize that the wrong people can give you the wrong advice. All of a sudden, your money's not where it's supposed to be. Absolutely. But then you had to build yourself back up. And now, you know, Nappy Boy is back in the game. Yeah. You, you, you know, you're yeah. mentoring artists. Yeah. You, you're creating music that's, that's moving the culture Absolutely. forward again. Where does T-Pain go from here? Because very few people have been in the second peak of their life where they have to rebuild everything, and they have the opportunity right. to do it all again. What would you do, do? What would you do differently, and why? Uh, condoms. That would probably be. <laughs> but that <laughs> that'd probably be. I'll probably invest in them bitches. <laughs> no, man, I don't think I would change anything. I think the, the, the most important thing that came out of how I've done everything is the lessons I've acquired while doing them. Right. You know, and, and knowing each end of the spectrum is always better than going in it blindly and going off of faith. Um, you know, as I said, having that information, if I would have came into the game and I would have stayed successful for this long, the downfall would have just been from a higher height. Right. Like, you right, know what right. I'm saying? So I, I kind of embraced the fact that I was able to go jump in the kiddie pool real quick and then move to the high. You know, I, I, I just wanted to have that experience in my life, and I don't regret any part of it. I love everything we're doing. That's a good way to live life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. All Thanks. the best. And I'll catch you online. All right, everybody, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. For real, man. Thank you.
since every minute counts when you're a new parent. Who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious handwashing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybrezza.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Well, that's our show for tonight. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.